we find people who think outside of the box, who have crazy ideas, and then also have the ability here to really try out things. It's a very cool community. I was just impressed by how many tools they have. You're listening to the ETH Podcast. My name is Jennifer Kakshuri, and in this episode, we're in a newly renovated building, not far from the headquarters of the ETH Zurich, a kind of playground for ideas of all sorts. We're in the Student Project House. The Student Project House is basically a space where students, both bachelor, masters and doctoral students, can realize their own ideas. We offer both the space, the co-working space and the maker space, as well as coaching and workshops and also an initial seed funding that the students can buy materials and build their prototypes. This is Lucy Rehmann. She's 37 years old and she's the head of the Student Project House. The SPH, as it is also called, is a building with the flair of a hip factory hall furnished in a minimal style with colorful armchairs and modern office workstations. There are several floors where there is room for any idea to spark and maybe materialize. It sounds like a place where you can make dreams come true. Actually, for anyone of any department of the ETH, from bachelors to masters or even PhD students. And the range of projects is extensive. Since 2016, we have supported 3,000 students. At the moment, we are supporting 115 projects. One of these ideas comes from these two students. My name is Lisa Bachmann. I'm Daniel Reperant. At the Student Project House, we started a project called True Colors, where we try to develop a straw that will detect common date rape drugs in drinks and then hopefully change color to warn the consumer. Most of you know date rape drugs get dropped into drinks to disable people sipping the drink from defending themselves against rape or sexual assault. So Lisa's and Daniel's idea of a straw makes sense right away. Originally, it started a couple of years ago when a friend of mine was drugged in a club in Zurich. And I think that was the first time I was confronted with the fact that things like this happen in Switzerland as well. I had heard several stories from abroad, but I had never heard this happening in Switzerland. And then the theme came up a couple of months ago when we were just having drinks with friends. And somehow this idea came up that why is there no other possibility to detect things that doesn't put the whole responsibility on the consumer, but takes it away from the consumer and lets the consumer know you're in a safe space where you don't have to take a look out for yourself. How did the Student Project House become the place for it to grow from the idea to the prototype? Lisa happens to work at Student Project House too at the front desk. And in addition to that, uh, Student Project House here in the Zentrum opened this semester. And well, I came here in the open days, I guess it was called. And I was just impressed by how many tools and maker spaces and co-working spaces they have. And then we thought, yeah, why not give it a try here at SPH and then we'll see how it comes out. How far along are Daniel and Lisa with their straw? At the moment, we're at the very initial phase. We're also trying out other options and we're checking with clubs in Zurich and bars what their needs are, what they are looking out for, what they think would be most useful as well. And then we will start recruiting the team. We're currently also checking whether it makes more sense to make it more of an electrical approach or more of a chemical approach. 
there are several ways we could implement this project. If we go the chemical way, we will surely need for the beginning one or two people with chemical or materials background. I think we're not fixed yet on what the actual team size will be. I think, yeah, for the beginning, one or two people are surely enough, but we're not fixed yet on the size of the team at the end of this project. Lisa and Daniel hope to go forward with the True Colors project. Well, <laughs> we're hoping to bring it out as soon as possible. But since we're both still bachelor students, we'll have a long exam period this winter. So we'll put it on hold for a little while. And then we hope to start full power with the entire team next semester. I think that's the best part that we don't get any time pressure from Student Project House as well. We don't have any deadlines we need to keep in to make it work. We can all do it at our own pace. This is a point that's really important to the head of the Student Project House, Lucy Rehmann. Of course, at the Student Project House, studies always go first, and then a second comes the Student Project House. You can only join as an officially registered project if you have passed the Basisprüfung. So if you have passed the first-year examinations, you can come to the SPH with your idea. The makerspace, though, is open for anyone before passing any exam. So first semester students can already craft here. Lucy takes me to the ground floor of the building to what's called the makerspace. It's a huge hall with different sections. On one side of the space, there are large tables with well-organized drawers, fully equipped with tools such as screwdrivers, hammers, saws, and you can also use laser cutters here and whatever you might need to craft almost anything. 3D printers are in the makerspace too, across from the tables next to a wall in glass closets. We are standing in front of our 24 3D printers. Students can just use them both for building prototypes but also for their private projects. As the head of the student project house, Lucy knows everyone here and she knows basically almost everything too. Also what the two young people in front of the printers are waiting for. So one of them is actually building a window seal as a present for his grandmother and the other one is actually building a 3D printer himself and is using our 3D printers to build a 3D printer. All the way on the other side of the hall, behind a glass door, someone is working on an object that looks like the head of a statue in almost one-to-one -one measurements of someone who looks familiar to me. I put on a pair of transparent glasses to protect my eyes and enter the cube. There's a lot of dust and sand in there. It's uh, the now former rector, Sarah Springman. Marvin 3D printed a lot of parts, then we sanded, glued them together, put some fillers, now we're sanding again and then painting. When I visited the SPH, it was a secret where the statue would be revealed. By now, you should find it somewhere in the main building of the ETH. What's fascinating for Nikolaos Kaliorakis, the creator of the Springman statue, to work here at the Student Project House? I came from Greece last year and I already have a master's in mechanical engineering. But I've never used hands-on tools and this gave me the opportunity to actually make things. That I studied five years to design and make all these mathematics and all these academic inquiries, but I've never touched anything. And this space gives me the opportunity to explore and experiment and invent. 
I leave the room and let the team sand, glue and paint the statue of Sarah Springman. Talking about the former rector, having a student project house was under her matronage. In 2016, the first SPH opened on Hünkerberg campus and just a few weeks ago, this one near the main building of ETH opened its doors. In the hall of the makerspace, some prototypes are exhibited. Also something that looks like a terrarium about a meter in length and half a meter wide with little green nets hanging in there and grasshoppers moving around. It's a breeding box. It's full of sensors and it automatically feeds and waters the grasshoppers so they live in here until they can get harvest. In the box there are nets to enlarge the surface for the grasshoppers but also to imitate a grass field. This is 30-year-old Christoph Berci, who is the co-founder and CEO of Smart Breed. We leave the makerspace and look for a quiet spot in one of the upper floors of the student project house so that we can talk. With Smart Breed, we enable farmers to breed their own animal feed, namely insects. We know that the population is growing. We know that the demand for protein will increase, will double until 2050. And as of today, we're not sure how we can handle that. Insects have the great ability to take waste from the food production and transform it into protein. Christoph himself didn't study at the ETH. I studied in St. Gallen then worked for one year investment banking and then switched to consulting. I worked for four years in consulting, mainly on the sales and pricing side, and now fully into the insect world. It's possible for Christoph from Smartbreed to work at Student Project House because some of the people in the team are students at the ETH. We're very closely linked to DTH. We are three co-founders. Uh, one of our co-founders is currently studying and uh, doing his PhD at ETH. With Student Project House, we have close relation. We do a lot of prototyping here, uh, especially 3D printing. The thing is about insects, what they do and what is logical they should do is something very different sometimes. So you end up trying out a lot of new things. And Student Project House really helps us there. First of all, like finding good connections, engaging people. And second thing is really experiment with the insect and at the end go out of the prototyping phase and really on the field and, and try it out. Smart breed sounds like it's growing quickly and there seems to be a clear goal beyond the student project house. We already have a facility where we produce our boxes, where we test our breeding solutions. All the tests we try to do at customer sites to really have feedback from customers who can use it daily to feed their animals. We want to become the global insect breeding technology provider. So our goal is to go for different insects and provide solutions where we can produce insect protein in the three-digit tons at farmer sites. Thinking big might be what will make this dream come true. Of course, aside from all the skills and the expertise the team of Smart Breed brings along. Thinking big is what the Student Project House makes possible. It enables dreams to materialize. This all sounds cool and sleek. What about stumbling and failing? 
for us, failing is an opportunity to grow. And we say that we empower students to develop the maker and innovator mindset. And failing forward is one of these mindsets. So rather than beating yourself up when you made a mistake, we encourage the students to maybe take a step back, reflect what went well, what didn't go so well, and then learn from this occasion for their future. What a playground for big dreams and small ideas, seeds for the future. From blockchain to special coffee cups, networking, co-creating and mental health, just about any idea has space in the student project house. We believe it's the best learning environment when students are able to learn intrinsically motivated and therefore we believe in creating the best environment for them to learn a lot and this is creating an environment where they can learn themselves. So we encourage them, for example, to go outside and talk to customers and then they realize if their idea is good or if their idea should be adapted. And this is really then staying for them for their whole life, what they learned. Lucy Rehmann, the head of the Student Project House, talking about the ideas of the future generations. Thank you for joining the ETH podcast. This episode was produced by the Audiobande, a joint venture for Sound Adventures.